0: Church, our God reigns. to the Father this morning, Church. Holy Spirit, we give you praise and thanks this morning. We thank you for the freedom we have to gather in your house, to hear your spoken word. So, Father, we invite you into our heart this day. Give us ears that clearly hear and eyes that have Christ-like vision. And when we leave the sanctuary this morning, we know without a doubt we've encountered the Holy One, the living Christ. We praise you and we thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Be seated, church. If you are on nominations committee, we meet Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock. If you are on the trustees, you meet Tuesday evening at 6 o'clock. Project Blessing, Wednesday night. Thursday is Nurture and Outreach at 10 o'clock and Food Truck Helpers at 1 o'clock. And there is also a funeral here on Thursday, so uh, Nurture and Outreach, you may have to be in the basement. Church Picnic, August 21st at Carol and Bruce Gildersleeves at 10 o'clock. It's a potluck, bring a chair. Do you have any announcements this morning, young disciples?
1: Good morning, everybody. You can scoot closer if you want to see. All right, I'm going to talk about something today that can be a little complicated. It's called faith, and God wants us to have faith. And faith is when you believe in something, but you might not always be able to touch it or see it, and that is sometimes hard for our brains to comprehend. So we're going to do a little experiment. Um, first of all, I want to read a Bible verse to you. In Luke chapter 17, verse 6, God tells us, "If you have faith." as small as a mustard seed. That's really tiny. You can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea and it will obey you. Can you imagine talking to a tree and it just moves to the sea? It's hard to, right? Hard for your brain to understand that. So that, God wants us to have faith that strong. So let's uh, do a little experiment. So here in this bag, let's say that this is your faith. Okay, this is your faith. And we're going to put our faith in something, even though we've never seen it or touched it. So let's think of something we've never seen or touched. How about a purple unicorn? Have any of you seen a purple unicorn? Have you touched a purple unicorn? But let's put all of our faith in that purple unicorn, okay? So I'm going to put faith in the purple, the fact that there are purple unicorns. Let's see what happens, okay? All right anything exciting it just turned white okay do you think there really are purple unicorns of course not that's just a silly example okay let's try this again here's our faith again this time this is god this is everything god has taught us everything in the bible let's put our faith into god into jesus let's see what happens here remember he said if we have faith a tree will be moved into the ocean that's pretty amazing so let's see what happens here if anything amazing happens oh my goodness, was that a little more exciting than the first time around? Look at this, this is just really boring. That was pretty amazing. And that's just kind of another little example to help you wrap your brain around the fact that faith is amazing, God is amazing. So we put our faith into God, into what he teaches us, amazing things will happen. Okay, all right, let's say a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, even though faith can be sometimes hard to understand, we just can't quite get our brains around it, Help us to understand that we need to put all of our faith into you and into your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Is the choir singing? In the bulletin it says choir. No? Y'all are just full of love this morning. Don't forget it's Mert's birthday today. She's having a party this afternoon, correct? At your house. How many of you were happy to see the rain this morning? Amen. I don't know Mert, I got some farmers asking me, please pray for more rain. I did that one time at Omar, and then they came to me a month or so later and asked me if I'd quit praying for rain. (laughs) Your prayers, he hears them just like he hears mine. Share joy this morning, church. Who has a joy there, shower? It's him on a good leg.
2: Uh yesterday, uh, my, I had another bridal shower for a future daughter-in-law, and it went amazing, and it was a lot of fun. And I also got to spend some time with my mom and my sister-in-law at the same time, which is always good for a giggle.
3: My sister
2: called this morning, and she said to please tell your church thank you for the prayers She's see in improvements. Amen. I'd like to thank you all for your prayers for the 12 of us that went on our Upper Peninsula motorcycle ride this this week. There was uh, 12 of us. We rode 1,373 miles, and uh, no no mishaps. Everything was beautiful. We only had a little bit of rain. But thank you all for your prayers for us. Thank you again. I want to thank everyone that was involved in the Christmas 4th Fourth of, Fourth of July Christmas. It meant so much to me. Mike and I are going to Riverdale this afternoon to spend the afternoon with his son and family that's here from Texas.
0: Keep going. I just see somebody I need a hug from. I didn't see her uh, sneak in here.
3: I have a joy um, for everyone who has been praying for Jessica Damico. um, She, at the beginning of when her accident happened, they were saying that she didn't have very much brain activity, she would never walk again or talk again, and she was able to go home last week. So that was great. Well it's a joy that Harley and Miley will be going to basketball camp at Bayshore today.
1: The joy, my granddaughter and I made a microphone. So I'm just happy they're here with me today and gonna behave. <laughs> okay.
2: I have several joys. One, of course, is that I lived long enough to be 80, Uh, you know. (laughs) I don't think I ever really thought about that, and so many of my friends didn't, and so that's a big joy. Also, of course, having a party isn't as easy at age 80 as it is at age 70 or 60 or whatever. And I have just had so many people step up and help me, and uh, that's a blessing. And also, it's a blessing to have my, Mary, my niece Mary uh, join me this morning uh, and come for her aunt's uh, church service and then the party, of course, afterward.
0: Yeah, continued prayers for Cindy. She's getting a little better. We took her outside. Uh, but the big thing is to this church family for their prayers, their cards, the food. It's truly a blessing to me and
3: Cindy. I'm um, glad you're not cooking. I'm trying to hide
2: I think our whole congregation is blessed this morning to see Judy back in church. Um, it's just nice to have her back there.
0: Anyone else before we talk to the Father again? Any names we need to lift up to the throne of grace? Let's talk to the Father. You are more precious than silver. Lord we thank you that you hear us when we pray. We thank you that sometimes we just need to be still. Lord, we again lift up Cindy Rugenstein to you. Lord, sometimes it's hard to understand things, but you who are all knowing, help us to put our faith in you. 1,370 miles. Nobody laid your motorcycle down. Thank you for your angels who guide and protect us. Lord, we again lift up oldest sister Carol to you for continued healing. There are unspoken requests on hearts this morning. We lift up the Burgess family as they grieve over the loss of Alan. We lift up Phyllis to you this morning as she recovers from the COVID. Lord, we lift up a little Grady to you, continue to pray for healing in his little body. Lord, thank you for family. Thank you for friends. Thank you for your salvation. What's available to all of us. Help us to make a decision to be followers of you, to confess you as savior. Lift up jewels to you this morning, Father, for continued healing in her body. Lift up brother Kevin to you too, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the rain that came, and in a little bit the rain's going to stop and the sun's going to shine, and we get to see how awesome you are. Thank you for letting me hug Judy this morning, Father. Here's when we pray this day, Lord, as we pray, Our Father. Ushers, if you would gather, Father, we give you praise again, and we thank you. We thank you for the gift of finances that allows us to continue to be your church. Father, thank you for the tithe, the gift, and the offerings that your people bring to your altar. So, Father, we lay them at the foot of the cross. We ask that you touch it and multiply it, that you allow us to continue to be your church. We have called us to make disciples of Jesus Christ, that we can transform this world one life at a time. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Any little people going downstairs? Any big people need to escape with them? Sermon is entitled, Dropouts. Text comes from Hebrews 10, 19 through 25. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain that is his body. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from the guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswaveringly to the hope that we profess for he who has promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. But encourage one another all the more as we see the day approaching. The word of God for the people of God. If you would like to become a member of the church this morning, if you would come forward, please. Would someone make sure they take a picture of this, please? On behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sins, if so, say I do. Do you accept the freedom and the power that God gives you to resist evil, injustice, oppression, in whatever forms they may present themselves? If so, say I do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in His grace, promise to serve Him as your Lord in union with the church? which Christ is open to people of all ages, nations, and races? If so, say, I do. do. As a member of Christ's universal church, will you be loyal to this Methodist church and do all in your power to strengthen its ministries? If so, say, I will. As members of this congregation, will you faithfully participate in its ministries, by your prayers, your presence, your gifts, and your service. If so, say, I will. will. Would you welcome part of the body of Christ this morning? Marilyn What's that young lady's name sitting next to you? <laughs> Have we met? Yes. Where? Here. Here. Yes. Great. <laughs> 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 I thought we had. I just I just, I just didn't know where. Yes. I, I want well, I'm glad you did. Yes. You. And I'm glad you popped up this morning. And I really want to thank you for the way during when, when the Bible study was praying for me this morning downstairs, the way you approached me. I so appreciated that. So thank you for that. Thank you. You made it easy. <laughs> really? thank you and thank you for being the best example of Jesus that we can see because uh, I'm not easy (laughs) I've been miserable I've got this crazy infected tooth that I'm waiting to have uh, done something with it this week I've been crabby I've been miserable I've been hot I've been irritated yeah low maintenance (laughs) and you will never know how much I needed and appreciated what you did this morning so thank you why is it entitled dropouts remember the day when the church was overflowing remember the day when Wednesday night was set aside for church activities. If you were to, maybe not this morning because it's raining the way that it is, and I'm just speaking from what I have experienced. On a Sunday morning, if you drive into Marysville, Michigan, you will see hundreds and hundreds of young people and parents, on the sports complex. Wednesday night used to be set aside for youth activities and church activities, and those seemed to be a thing of the past. It was a day when Christmas Eve and Easter was overflowing in the life of the church some have gotten mad at God for their own reasons some have left the body of believers this is where we encounter the Holy One the living Christ this is where he still sets captives free this is where Jesus heals broken hearts. This is where miracles still take place. But some have chosen to drop out. I was a high school dropout. Joined the army when I was 17 years old. Got married when I was 17 years old. Went off into the army. Jumped out of airplanes, jumped out of helicopters, did all kinds of crazy things. Went back to school in the military. Got my diploma. Many years later, God called me into ministry. Was out of school for over 20 years when I went back to college. And that was a shocker to me. I went to the University of Indianapolis. And I think I was uh, like 35 years old, and you're in the midst of all these young people. The world is different through the eyes of young people. We need to go back to the day where, how many of your families have dinner together as a family? Only a few. There was a day. There was a day when uh, Sunday morning, was a day of worship we come into God's house we bring our families I wasn't real good at that in the beginning of my children's lives Uh, Karen would take them to church or uh, a man from the church would come and get them and take them to church but there came a day when I had my encounter with Christ where Everything changed. I wanted to take my kids to church. This was the deal. Church starts at 10 o'clock. We'll be there by a quarter to 10. Well, I don't want to go today. I'm tired. That was never an option. Brothers and sisters fighting, that was never a deterrent from taking your family to church. But people have all kinds of reasons and excuses why they don't come to church. Some of it is those of us who are in here. They don't want to be hypocrites like us. Well, I don't consider us, any of us, to be hypocrites. This is just like going to a big doctor's office, but only better. Because the shot that you're going to get here is a shot for salvation. Not a shot for whatever they want to give you a shot nowadays for. But what, what keeps some people away? What makes people leave? I worked with a guy at Explore Motorhome Company, Larry Miner. And Larry grew up in the church. Something happened in his life and he never went back to church. But he could quote scripture from the cover to cover. And I thought about us for a minute. Are, are we doing something to keep someone from seeing Jesus by our? Who do we associate with? Who do we hang out with? See, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a delivered drunk and drug addict. Okay, I cannot go. Uh, well, you know, it's 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 a struggle nowadays because almost a lot of the restaurants will serve alcohol. But I don't go into a tavern. I can't go into a tavern. Not that I'm afraid I'm going to drink again because God delivered me of that. I have no desire for that. When I quit, when I got saved, all my friends disappeared. All of them. Maybe one hung around. And Louis was my friend up until the day he died. Never judged me. Had the privilege to do his funeral. Had the privilege to marry his daughters. But he was, he was the only one. And is it that I'm such a bad person? Or is the world afraid? If they know that you have Jesus in your heart, is the world afraid? I think some of them are. I, I often wondered about I had a neighbor who claimed to be atheist. I believe he's wrong. Well, I, I know he's wrong because I know Jesus Christ is real. The sad part is that one day we're all going to stand before the Father and give an account of our life. And there's going to be good and there's going to be bad. And then we're going to hear, I so want to hear, well done. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. Wow. The best. The best comes from the Father. First Corinthians 15. Sometimes people leave the body of believers because of who they're hanging around with out in the world. If you're a drunk, you can't hang around drunks. If you're a drug addict, you can't hang around drug addicts. If you abuse your spouse, you can't hang around. The world is full of evil. And scripture says in 1 Corinthians 15, do not be deceived by evil companionship. So who are you hanging around with? What are you watching on your television? What are you watching when it's just you and God and you have that computer in front of you? Technology is a wonderful thing, but technology uh, I think at times is the devil's playground. See, some have a desire to be popular. And they come to the church and uh, they're never asked to be the board chairman or they're not the United Methodist Women President and they they have something missing in their life. And whatever position that you get, that's not going to satisfy your desires. What's going to satisfy your desire is your relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, I, I didn't say this too much for Christmas in July. We went Christmas caroling in July. It was like 96 degrees out. It was hot. you, you drive faster than I do. That's hard to huh? I know, but see, we were going to go to see Cindy. But Cindy was having a rough day. So Carol was going to take her, her plate of cookies. And then come back and pick us up. Well, all we saw it was a streak of light go by, and then it was like 80 miles an hour just to catch up to. I love you, but I, I didn't mention this too much. We did that at one of our churches years and years ago, Christmas in July. One to Nine House. Within the next two months, seven of those nine went on to perfection. You know what they told us? Don't you ever do Christmas in July here again. <laughs> so there's a lot of prayer went into this Christmas in July. But we heard from Mary this morning how she appreciated that. You even got cookies and you weren't even home, Miss Milstead. Because we are, we are our brother and sister's keeper. You know, if you see someone and you haven't seen them in the body of believers in a while, it's okay to call them. It's okay to send them a card. It's okay to stop by. It's okay to send them a text. Just to check on them. Because some of these folks, the only people they come in contact with are us. And if we neglect them, then they'' they're, they're neglected and the body of believers we should be neglecting anybody. We're the church the church starts out the out the doors. It's easy to be good at I know most of you on Sunday morning you're at your best behavior not really <laughs> Well maybe some of you. Some are afraid to Oh, I'm going to step on your toes this morning. I know a young man who was in a very serious car accident and he got a whole bunch of money. We're talking millions. But on Sunday morning, because he was faithful, talked about his love for God and of salvation. But on Sunday morning when the plate came by, he just passed it on. And he had a couple million. You know what he's afraid of? That he wouldn't have enough money. Money can't get you into heaven. Your stuff can't get you into heaven. As quick as you get it, they can be taken away without any of you doing. So some believe the body of believers because they don't want to give up their time, their God-given talents, and their finances. I love the fact that principal is going to check on the kids. I love that. There was a day And you didn't have to work on Sunday. You could be in the body of believers. Somewhere along the line, things changed. I know folks who got a job and the stipulation was, well, I need to be in church with my family on Sunday. And that works for a little bit of time. And then all of a sudden, they're gone. They dropped out. I got my call to ministry when I was working at Sacred Heart Rehabilitation Center in Memphis, Michigan. Superintendent called me at work and said, I got a church for you to serve. Marv McCallum was our superintendent at the time. And I was excited about that. Well, Gary Williams was the director of Sacred Heart Rehabilitation. And he called me in his office when he got word that I was going to go serve a church. And he said to me one day, you have to decide what you're going to do. Either you're going to work for me or you're going to go work for that God. I had my keys in my pocket. I put them on his desk. And I said, you have a good day. And I left. And God has opened up every door in our life. That we needed opened up. When you are faithful, He is faithful. You're never alone, even though we feel lonely sometimes. Carol asked me this morning when we were coming up the stairs, You okay? I said, No, I'm not okay. I'm really okay, but I'm not okay. Are you okay? Yeah. We have days. We have days. What would you do if you didn't have Christ in your life this morning? He's our rock. That's our strength. The farmers in our area, they they wanted rain. They needed rain. You can pray all you want, I can pray all I want for rain or for sunshine. But until the Father says, stop raining, He is faithful to us. He provides what we need when we need it. Always. Worldliness. So you can't serve the Lord. Or why would you want to serve the Lord and the world at the same time? Because the world is corrupt and crazy and angry. And Jesus is just he loves you and me this morning just how we are in our imperfections in our moodiness in our attitudes we get angry and we get mad and we leave and it just it's like a hornet's nest it just festers in our life what, what if we just surrender it to the Father give it to him and then, then we're okay. Then it's going to be a better day. Where are you at this morning, church? What's your relationship with Jesus Christ right now, this day? Dare I say, for some, he might say, get away from me, I knew you not. But he's all loving. And he will give you a second chance while we still have breath. But after you take your last breath, it's too late there's no coming back then so choose for yourself this day who you'll serve me i'm serving him he's easy on me when he punishes me i need to be punished but he's not harsh he loves us he loves you the wrath of the lord is real unconditional love is real you have to decide only you can make that choice church let's pray Father thank you this morning thank you for those who professed their faith before you this day and I know there's a few others that will be doing at a later time But Father, thank you for bringing them into the life of this congregation for their gifts and their talents and their presence. May the joy of the Lord be our strength. Thank you, Lord. Great is thy faithfulness, church. I want to tell you a quick story, real quick, of me. I had a meeting at the church. There were uh, four retired sheriffs that came to a meeting. I'd been telling them about uh, this cherry pie I had for us that I had it stashed away in the freezer. Uh, so we get our meeting day, and uh, I, go, I go downstairs to get the cherry pie out of the freezer, and it is gone somebody did something with the cherry pie (laughs) did did somebody clean out the freezer downstairs and throw out the cherry pie you're not going to admit it this morning anyways are you you would have seen it you would have taken it well this is how good God is this is how good the church is the very next day she comes to work and she brings her pastor a homemade lemon meringue pie. Y'all don't get any. But I'm just kidding. I didn't have a meeting. I just want to know what happened to my pie. I thought if I guilted somebody, they might confess to it. But it's okay. Her homemade pie was better than that store-bought pie anyways. Let's talk to the Father one more time. Father, we just ask a blessing upon this day. We ask a blessing upon the kids going to camp. We ask a blessing upon the adults that are going to camp. We ask a blessing upon this day. Uh, Father, thank you that this is a tonight. God bless you, church. May God continue to bless America. Amen. Amen.